I'm Cheryl State Bryson, mom, divorcee, health nut, and host of the Healthy Mom After Divorce podcast, where I help divorced moms get healthy, create financial stability, and develop emotional fortitude while they master co-parenting their kids. The place is here, and your time is now. So let's do this. Hey, Healthy Mamas. Welcome to the 21st episode of the Healthy Mom After Divorce podcast. I so appreciate you being here and for being part of the Healthy Mom After Divorce community. Now, the full transcript for this episode can be found at healthymomafterdivorce.com slash 21. So if ever you don't have the time to listen or it's just easier to read, you know where you can find this episode and all podcast episodes. So being a divorced mom presents all kinds of new challenges. I know, I know, that's kind of obvious, but let's unpack this a little bit. Let's start with the fact that divorce is one of the most difficult and traumatic things someone can go through in life. Unstitching the life you have sewn together with someone else bit by bit by bit while processing the pain and guilt and sadness you've been feeling for months and years unbelievably hard. Watching the dreams you had dissolve, the plans you had crumble to pieces, and the promises you made broken. The shame from telling your friends, your family, your community can be crippling. And to top it all off, the grief. We don't talk about the grief enough. When you lose a relationship you thought you'd have for the rest of your life, the sense of loss can be suffocating. Sometimes the grief is about the person themselves because on some level you still love them. You wish things were different so that it could still work. You grieve the life you lost with them. Other times, the grief is about the married life you thought you'd have. Many have been so hurt that they don't grieve the person so much, but rather the vision and hope around what married life was going to be like for them. Whether or not you grieve the person and the married life, or just the married life, you thought you knew what it was going to be like. You thought it would be forever. You thought you'd see your kids every day. You thought it would be like you were promised all that time ago. You never thought you would break your promise too. But here you are, hitting the reset button on so many things. You may have to change where you live, where you work, where your kids go to school, your social activities, your budget, your bank, your friends, your favorite restaurants, maybe your car. There's a good chance that you have had to buy new things for your house or apartment because everything gets split and shared. Even the smallest things can trigger you. I mean, what a pain it is to have to learn how to use a new coffee maker. You liked your last one best. You have to change whose name is on utility bills and leases and mortgages. And on the topic of names, what about your name? Did you change it when you married? If so, are you keeping it for now? Forever? Or maybe you're changing it back. Then there's address and contact information at medical offices, schools, and sports organizations. The process can be so time-consuming, and every time is another reminder that life as you knew it is no more. 
Everywhere you look, something else needs to be divided or separated or changed because it's become abundantly clear you aren't doing this together anymore. And let's not even get into when you see your ex with a new partner. Could be after a week, a month, a year, won't matter. It'll always feel too soon. At first, it's so hard. The grief can be debilitating, but there's no time for crawling into a hole and dying. You push on because your kids need you. For many, and in an ironic twist, although having children makes divorce even harder and intensifies the shame and grief because these little ones are also in pain, they are often the very thing that keeps us divorced moms from falling into depths we can't recover from. Eventually, the huge feelings of pain and loss begin to pass. And you start to see beyond tomorrow. You start to find your footing, your job is stable, your new place begins to not feel quite as new, and you and your kids settle in. Perhaps you've mostly settled all that needs to be on the legal side of divorce. A parenting agreement has been agreed upon, and the rest of your life is underway. Maybe you've found some new friends, and your social life begins to find its stride again. You've even opened yourself up to the idea of a future relationship. You've all but forgotten your old favorite restaurants. In fact, you can go back to them and not feel triggered anymore. You don't miss your old place anymore. As you move forward, every day is another day in your life after divorce, and you are slowly shown life is not over. But amidst all this changing of partners, places to live, friends, there is one thing that does not change. There is a constant that can never change, but simply evolve. In some ways, although having to start anew is hard, it's also like ripping off a band-aid. It hurts, but then you get to start fresh without daily reminders of what you lost. And you can do this with almost everything. Your partner, your friends, your house, your car, your job, your cell phone company, your coffee shop, But there's that one thing that doesn't change. Being a mother. The day you found out you were going to be a mom, nothing would ever be the same again for you. And whatever your path was for you to get to where you are, how many pregnancies you had or didn't have, how many pregnancies you lost, how straightforward or complicated everything was, what challenges your kids have, through all of it, you are a mother 100% of the time. And nothing, including divorce, changes that. So as divorce moms with a shared parenting arrangement, how do we reconcile these two things? How do we hold the reality that we are a mother 100% of the time and the other one that we're a parent only part of the time? How do we hold them both to be true and at the same time? For many, this is one of the most difficult parts of their healing after divorce. Learning how to use a new coffee machine or getting used to a new place is relatively easy after the initial uncertainty. It eventually just becomes what it is and you don't think about it much anymore. But being painfully reminded of the fact that you are a mom 100% of the time, but a part-time parent likely happens every time your kids are not with you. And I'm not sure it ever goes away. Kids grow up so fast too, don't they? 
Before long, they don't need cuddles on the couch or lots of kisses. They become independent and self-sufficient. And we want this. Most parents start to notice these changes in the preteen and teen years. And before long, they're off doing their own thing. When you see your kids only part of the time, their independence comes twice as fast. Childhood is short enough without missing out on half of it. Can you relate to any of this? So the question now is, what do you do? What is the antidote to the feelings of loss and helplessness as their childhood flies by and you watch from the sidelines for half of it? Well, let's start with the same question I ask almost every time. What is in your control? If this is hard to answer, let's try asking this instead. What isn't in your control? The fact that you're divorced? The amount of parenting time you have? The fact that you're a mother? How your co-parent feels about you? Now, do you find anything in common about these things? Yep, they're all external to you. And the first three pass the test for being actual facts. These are things that you could swear to in a court of law. You are divorced. Fact. You have a certain amount of parenting time pursuant to a court order or a parenting agreement. Fact. You are a mother. Fact. The last one about how your co-parent feels about you is fluid, but still entirely up to them, regardless of who you are and how you act. It is a fact, though, insofar as that it's outside of your control. So I ask again, what is in your control? Basically, who you are, your thoughts, your beliefs, and your actions. Now ask yourself this, who are you as a mother? Now, who are you outside of being a mother? Is that last one hard to answer? I know, me too. It's almost like when we become mothers, everything else fades or goes away completely. Human babies are so dependent on their caregivers that they may only survive a day or two without them. We are instantly wired to put everything aside to care for our babies, and we need to, at least at first. But that doesn't mean we aren't more than mothers. We are mothers, and a litany of other things. We have a multitude of other relationships to nurture, passions to follow, and careers to grow. We are daughters and sisters and wives and friends and cousins. We are friends, co-workers, bosses, business owners, and students. We are women with careers, jobs, hobbies, social circles, and dreams. We are travelers, homebodies, athletes, and weekend warriors. We have a list of unrealized big hopes and dreams and a pile of little habits we'd like to adopt. We have visions of who we hope to be. And yes, we are mothers, divorced mothers 100% of the time. And some of the time, we are parents too making day-to-day decisions, shuttling them around, making the meals, doing school drop-offs and pickups, washing their sports gear, doing their laundry, drying their tears, helping them with homework, kissing them goodnight. 
But what about the rest of the time when they're not with you and you're not doing the day-to-day parent stuff? Then what? Who are you then? If you can't answer this or you feel lost when they're not with you, it's okay. It's so common and not just with shared parenting. Think of all the empty nester stories you've heard. Kids growing up and moving on, doing their thing is hard on all parents, married or not. They've been doing the parent thing for so long that now their kids are gone and the nest is empty. Parents can feel so lost. I guess with divorce, maybe the silver lining is we get to figure this out sooner. Most of us would not choose to see our kids less than 100% of the time, but sometimes, out of a list of crummy choices, divorce and the shared parenting it brings is the least crummy one. So what if we took this opportunity to choose who we are sooner? Yes, you are a mother, but you are so much more. So what will you do with that time when you don't get to be a parent? How will you spend your time so you are 100% next time you see your kids? How will you invest in your mind, your body, your career, your relationships, your future? What truly fuels your fire? What matters most to you and how will you prioritize it? What do you dream about when you let your mind wander? What will you focus on to find your peace? The research shows time and time again that at the end of their lives, people regret what they didn't do far more than what they did do. The time without your kids can feel like a loss, but it can also be reframed as an opportunity. And taking advantage of this time does not mean the situation would be your first choice, but it is the reality you are in. So how can you make your kids proud and yourself proud? You don't need to sit around and pine for them in order to love them and miss them. You can focus on all the other things that you are and also be an amazing mother. And your kids seeing you look after yourself, have ambition, and treating yourself as a priority shows them that you are healthy and you're okay. I think we often forget that our kids worry about us too, so showing them that we are for real doing okay will help them find peace when they're not with you and missing you back. And when they do come back to you, you will be healthy and ready to focus on them. You will have the energy to devote 100% of yourself to them because you've spent the last day, two days, week, month, years, whatever it is, nurturing who you are and working on being who you want to be for them and for you. Honestly, I see divorced moms who have shared parenting spend more quality time with their kids than married moms because they do it with intention. They use the time without their kids to refuel and grow and are able to show up in the best of ways for their kids. Yes, it's less than all of the time. Yes, kids grow up too fast. Yes, you will want time to slow down. Yes, you will miss them like crazy and wish you could see them more. Yes, you will cry and not be sure when you'll stop. And that's okay. Trust that if you live your life with intention, with goals, with healthy habits, with yourself as a priority, with healthy boundaries and relationships, your life as a part-time parent, full-time mother will be rich 
and full. As a society, and especially as women, we have believed for so long that there is only one way to live healthy, happy lives with healthy, happy kids. Married to their dad, regardless of the quality of your relationship. We now know that that is not the case and the research supports it. The quality of your life and your kids' lives is not related to the amount of parenting time you have. It is related to the environment you choose to live in, the relationships you allow, the way you look after your physical and mental health, the things you choose to read, the movies and shows you watch, the passions you follow, and the love you have for yourself. Spending the time to learn and develop the life you want is entirely in your control. Who are you outside of being a mother? Talk to her. Love her. Have compassion for her and nurture her because she's also a mother and her kids need her to be as healthy as she can be. I want to end with a quote from Gabor Mate. I'm reading his book, The Myth of Normal, and I absolutely love it. He says, It is sobering to realize that many of the personality traits we have come to believe are us and perhaps even take pride in actually bear the scars of where we lost connection to ourselves way back when. It's time to connect with yourself again, Mama. So wipe those tears, take a deep breath, and keep that chin up. Because healthy moms raise healthy kids. Thank you so much for listening. Please leave a review. And... If you like what you heard, share this episode with other mums. Don't forget to follow me on social media. And if you want to learn more about me and what else I have to offer, head over to HealthyMomAfterDivorce.com. I can't wait to connect with you.